Hi, what the health tech listeners? Um, I'm your host today, Paul Johnson, and I'm joined again by Mark Fuster. Um, oh. If you haven't had a chance, please listen to episode eight, where we discuss various things and outcomes from a roundtable session. Mark's background um, is across product development, product realization, um, how to solve problems in the real business world. Outside of work, um, keen traveler, yep. books, music, films, gaming. Don't um, forget the bird watching. And the bird watching. Uh, welcome, Mark. Thank you, Paul. Before we start, mm-hmm. tell me a little bit about innovation. What does that actually mean to you? We hear this word innovation from your perspective. Um, in your both in your role and your general views on that, what does that actually mean? Um, just Im- improvements, I guess. I, I know people kind of when they think of innovation, think about you know the massive leaps. So everybody uses that Henry Ford thing of if I'd asked my customers what they wanted, they'd have asked for a faster horse, that kind of stuff. But um, for me, it's just looking to change things, and it can be small incremental changes. You know, an innovation could just be a simple change in a process somewhere. So it's just. Uh, you know, constantly improving in some way, shape, or form. For for me, it doesn't necessarily mean you're leaping from, you know, riding on the back of a horse to driving a Model T T Ford around. And I suppose those little small changes can have the biggest impact Absolutely. as well, can they? Yeah, because they they stack up. Yeah, and and certainly with health and social care, there's there's so many gains to be had. Yeah, so much low hanging fruit. There's um there's an infographic that I I used to use about innovation, and um it was the two guys pushing the wheelbarrow up the hill with square wheels yeah. and the guys at the side of the road selling um, round wheels. Yeah. Sorry, we're too busy. Yeah, you absolutely. Know, I, I think that's a great, you know, example of that. Um, tell me a little bit about the, the kind of project that you're looking to do with Innovate UK. What's all that about and what's, you know, what's the driver and the objectives of that project? Okay, so to kind of start with, almost the way Radar works is we're almost like a workflow engine, if you like. So if you think of think of the types of customers we've got at the minute, I'm going to pick a care home for ease of explaining. So that care home might have um, lots of things happening. You know, we might have falls, different types of incidents, complaints, compliments. What Radar's doing is it's taking those as an import, then typically basically digitizing whatever their business process is when one of those things happens. So if in, in the event of a fall, our policy says we do X, Y, and Z, Radar will take that, we'll digitize, digitize that process. And then obviously the outputs of action plans and learning improvements and all that kind of good stuff. The IUK thing is almost taking that away from just being kind of a human input and saying, well, actually, the risk and the thing, the business processes, if you like, aren't necessarily always driven by a human being. They could be driven by all sorts of different areas. They could be driven by um, devices. So um, I'm going to say IoT, so Internet of Things. So it could be a wearable. It could be a pharmacy fridge. They could be driven by a piece of information um, within our system or within another system, or they could be driven from another system itself. So that the idea behind the innovation is we we move away from risk management just being about kind of humans for a better way of describing them putting things into a system and expand that out into almost like the bigger ecosystem you know we're bringing in data-driven events device-driven events and then it's the same thinking of well actually behind that there's a business there's a there's a process that you want to happen when one of these things occurs so for example your pharmacy fridge breaks down your process might be we need somebody to 
go and check that the medic- medicine's kind of all right, still in date, or dispose of it properly, or get the facilities guys to go out and fix it. So it, it's that. It's expanding it from just being a human element into almost like a digital one for one of the better way of explaining it. So in simple terms, Radar Healthcare is going to monitor what's happening um, to automate a response. Yeah. It, yeah, and that response can be whatever your, as I say, whatever your business process is, your, your, your policy probably dictates it, it would be. And then that, that technology and that innovation, I'm guessing, can be expanded. You know, I'm go, going back to a previous episode, but we were talking about lots of data and how you can stop people getting in hospital. Is yeah. that, yeah, that so apply? The, the, the first step is almost what happens when something goes wrong. So if we let's take the pharmacy fridge example again, something went wrong, you're going to go, you're going to check the medicines within that fridge, you might replace the fridge, get the facilities guys to go out. So you've got a bunch of actions that you've taken because this thing has broken down for some reason. The data might be able to tell you before it breaks down that it's going to break down. So you can go off and you can intervene earlier to prevent the thing breaking down. From a patient point of view, you could be talking about a wearable where the the, the device said somebody fell over or um, you know they had a, something happened basically and then you followed whatever the process was post that. If that device was measuring, say, kind of blood oxygen levels for, 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 for argument's sake, it could be predicting a week, two weeks before a day before that actually this person is more of a risk of falling because they've got low blood oxygen levels. So you get the opportunity to intervene so that the care is preventative rather than reactive. And I guess you've got that cumulative impact as well that there are more falls occurring in this setting. Yeah, Therefore, we want to intervene with improvements. Yeah. In terms of then, you know, partners that Radar Healthcare works with, how, how do they get involved in, you know, innovation and being a part of the innovation roadmap? Uh, how does that look? So, I mean, the fundamental to it, to be fair, so the, you know, the customers that we work with are the ones who help us generate the ideas around innovation. So we hold workshops where we kind of discuss these kind of topics, almost kind of open forum things where it's about, you know, what, what, what are you doing as a customer? What are you working on? What are the things that are interesting you? So that we almost know kind of from a market point of view plus strategically where are they actually going what are the things that they're interested in um, and then if you are a provider of something like an you know uh, an iot device then that'd be you know again you know, reach out to us and we kind of get involved i suppose just going back to a couple of you know where we talked about smaller gains being achieved then yeah. i'm just thinking there where you you know a fridge monitor i mean that's a ongoing activity that's done routinely on a daily basis yeah there'll be somebody going around with a clipboard a piece of paper yeah. or, you know best so big, big gains to be yeah. achieved yeah. by by bringing, bringing about that and then in terms of we're talking roadmap what mm-hmm. what's what's new exciting what what's coming up um on, on the radar healthcare roadmap obviously the bits we've just talked about in terms of that interoperability and bringing in um you know data from other systems devices to generate workflows within radar itself there's the kind of output of that as well. So again, the action might not necessarily be in a human being performing a task. It could be sending some information into another system that informs it. So it could be sending information back into electronic patient record for argument's sake, your care planning software. So that idea of radar being this kind of workflow engine that sits in the middle of you know whatever the process is and, that, and handles that process. So you're, again, from a risk point of view, you're assured that whatever you want to happen is happening because we're managing that, that, that bit in the middle. So that's kind of that's kind of a big thing for us. Um, I guess the other one for, for us is, is more around the analytics. So we have 
kind of a, a state-of-the-art analytics at the minute. Um, you can build your own dashboards. We've got things like Pulse, which is basically you know alerting based on information, AI, machine learning, all that kind of good stuff. Um, one of the bits we want to focus on is something called kind of natural language query and natural language processing. So one of the challenges, I guess, for some people around analytics is you need to understand how to read a dashboard. You would need to have you know, possibly some experience of how to you know, interpret data to understand what a dashboard might be telling you. When actually what you really want to do is get the answer. So uh, as a user, what we're trying to do is kind of democratise the access to that data. And it's about you asking a simple question of it. So you might go, well, how many falls did we have last week? And you're asking it in a natural English language way in this particular example and then the system's going off and giving you a response to that so you're not having to interpret graphs and charts and all that it's just literally I have uh, this is the question that I want the information to give me an answer to so that's going to be a big one for us it's about how do you democratize that data for want of a better way of describing it um yeah I think that, that's probably the key one I mean that 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 in itself just sounds super cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, not only from a user perspective because you know I think quite often as well you you you're busy and I know with my past experience and current experience quite often I want to draw upon certain information because I'm in a meeting I, I need information quickly. Yeah. So that kind of scenario you gave. How many falls did we have last week? What's our level of patient harm? What's how many risks have we got? So that kind of premise would apply then. Yeah, and then tie that in with what we've already done and instead of instead of the instead of the data need needing to be interpreted so again from a dashboard you know back to the types of innovation as you said with our uk to actually say well if this thing does occur if if you know if we do have a certain level of falls or something does happen we can just automatically generate the process that we want to happen based on that information so there's no lag between the data telling you something and you acting on it because that decision's taken because you've programmed the machine, if you like, to, to, to do those actions when this thing occurs. So it, it's about, again, it's back to that thing of, you know, what the outcomes and the outcomes, patient safety. And to, to, to get to that, you want to be able to, one, reduce the amount of time people are doing on admin type stuff where, you know, and you want to reduce the time to act. So waiting for a monthly board pack to come out or somebody, you know, going off and churning away in a room somewhere trying to figure out what the information's telling you, that needs to go. It just needs to be, this is what the data's telling you. This is the action that's already taken. Brilliant. Um, I suppose then, it, you know, innovation, if the art of the possible. You've got all the, you've got all the goodies in the drawer. You've got as much resource, capital, whatever you need, you know, so you can solve all kinds of problems. You know, where can this go? You know, what, 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 applying to healthcare, you know, what, you know, what is possible out there from an innovation perspective? I mean, um, anything's possible to be fair. I mean, especially if you've just given me an unlimited budget. Um, I haven't, by the way. <laughs> I, I think healthcare broadly, we spoke about it in the last episode, it, it will be about kind of using the, the technology that's becoming available and it will be about shifting from reactive to proactive and that might be wearables caring for people in their own homes that type of thing for us as radar if we if we just keep that the hat on at the minute of you know we're, we're about kind of risk management it would be about us actually supporting organizations as they start to utilize some of this other technology that's out there and start to broaden that risk and start to ensure that actually we're, we're, we're removing that kind of legacy admin manual 
you know, task and freeing them up to focus on the things that, again, drive that outcome, which is we, what are we going to do differently? How are we going to you know, change? How are we going to implement things that should impact on patient safety? And then radar being the tool to allow you to understand, did this thing that I put in place make a difference or not? And if so, what difference? Because I think, again, that's a big thing. of It's tough to evidence where you're doing things and doing things well and being able to kind of almost corroborate well this was valuable time spent and we did the right thing touching on some of the other things we talked about with the nrls and the other podcasts that thing of i'm able to evidence where good care had an impact you'll then be able to take that and you'll be able to push that out into the radar community and then understand what impact it had for them as well so you know this had a great great impact in trust one right we're going to put it into the rest of the trusts what impact did it have there how do we change it how do we take the learnings we had from putting it into other trusts and feed it back in and it's that mechanism that loop of constantly learning and constantly changing what you're doing yeah i i was kind of you know when you look at sci-fi you know how many things became a reality and that became all yeah. comes from some minority imagine, reports they always want yeah me. And that, like, imagines yeah. you know if you can imagine it then you know, technology yeah, yeah. is can be that enabler to realise it. So, so where 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 do you see radar healthcare? You know, in five ten years, what what does that journey look like? Um, I would hope we were across most of, if not all, of the NHS and uh, international. I think as well. So I think kind of going into the Middle East and, and and North America for us. I think probably the next steps. Brilliant. Thank you, Mark. Thank you, um, thanks again this week for joining us. What the health tech listeners. Next week, we're going to hear from Mike Taylor, CTO at Radar Healthcare, um, and about integration really means, why it's beneficial and how important integrating system is for the future. Don't forget to rate um, and subscribe wherever you uh, get your podcasts. And if you have any questions for our guests and for Mark, then please email us on whatthehealthtech at radarhealthcare.com. Thank you.